Hello, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of Pageants and Prosecco. I will not keep you guys long here with this intro because this episode is also long, but I just wanted to come out here and preview what you are about to hear. So on October 5th, let me share my date right. Yes, October 5th at 8 o'clock, my time, which is Chicago time, Central Standard Time, one of the contestants from the Miss USA competition, Miss Montana, Heather Lee O'Keefe. Let me make sure I have that right. Because child, I get Montana and yes, Montana. Okay, she has since got out of her bio. Montana. I don't know why I get Montana and why I'm confused sometimes. Anyway, Heather Leo Keith, Miss Montana USA, went live on Instagram. Shortly after the pageant competition, the pageant was that Monday. Let me look at a calendar. Monday, was it the 26th? September 26th? I don't think it was the third. Sounds like they would have went back that fast. Anyway. You guys know what Miss USA was this year. Um, no need for me to tell you. But Heather O'Keefe went live on Instagram to kind of share her frustrations about the Miss USA competition this year. And, of course, you guys have all heard of it, I'm assuming, hopefully, especially if you listened to my last episode. That, was my, that last episode was my live reaction to the pageant minutes after it was finished on TV. So you heard what I had to say. Heather went live on the 5th of October to kind of be the spokesperson for her class. I guess I won't say all of the girls, but majority of the girls who felt similar frustrations to her regarding the crowning and favoritism and some rigation going on at the competition. I have no inside source to confirm or deny just yet but if you guys want to hop on to my email is pageantsimprosecco at gmail.com or you can find pageantsimprosecco on instagram or you can find me on instagram the brett brooks slide in my dms let me know if you guys want to talk about it i am open obviously that's what this podcast was made for that's literally the inception of this podcast was one of my experiences at a pageant, and it wasn't just one pageant, it was just that one pageant in particular launched the podcast because I was getting sick of it, right? And I think a lot of us have been competing in several competitions that they're just like, okay, so you either walk away a quote unquote sore loser, or you choose to speak up and be seen as a sore loser, or you just kind of feel silent, you know, and I think that it's important for us to speak up about these pageants that we do not feel like are crowning people or judging people or scoring people fairly because nothing's going to change if we don't speak up. So that was the whole purpose behind creating this podcast. If you guys have been tuning in for the last six years, you would know that. And I have not held back when it came to speaking about what's going on. Lately, this year, I have held back 
mainly because of my connections with another pageant system and a leadership role. So I'm trying to see how I can balance the two. But nonetheless, enough about me. Let's get into this episode. So Heather hops on IG. The sad part I have for you guys is that you cannot see the comments from some of the people who are listening and watching her IG. A lot of them were contestants this year or last year talking about their frustrations and I don't have that for you guys, but you will hear what Heather has to say, and she's speaking on behalf of the class of 2022. I will share my quick thoughts briefly. Overall, it's just a really sad situation, especially for such a reputable pageant as Miss USA is. That's the reason why there's other competitions that you can join. If you want to just follow me, you can see which one I'm part of. But It's really sad that such a reputable pageant that's been kind of like the industry staple is being hit with all these allegations. And of course, we're just talking about the ones this year. The ones next year, before I hop on a podcast episode and talk about it, which may be really soon, I need to do more digging into what's going on last year. But Things are breaking every single day, and there's actually a news article that came out today about it. I'll probably make an episode anyway about that. But it's just a sad situation. You have all of us as contestants in these pageant systems who aspire to either compete for Miss USA or we were scorned by Miss USA um, in one way or another. And this is not a cheap competition. This is one of the more expensive ones to enter. When I was going for the title some <laughs> some years ago, you know what I'm saying, the teen category, I paid $1,000 just for my application fees. I think it was $1,091 and $96 to be exact. And I think Illinois has kept the same amount. Um, for the most part, I'm not sure because not sure I haven't signed up for it since. But we're paying all this money just to enter, minus, of course, wardrobe fees and the logistics of competing travel, accommodations, all that fun stuff. And to feel like you don't have a fair shot at even winning the competition is so heartbreaking because it's like, damn, you just took my money and literally ran. And you had no intentions of ever trying to crown me, which is one reason why I decided not to compete in that system as a miss because at the time, they were not crowning black girls. Miss Illinois has not. Um, they have not historically crowned black girls in their Miss category really until um, Whitney Wanlin in 2016, 17, 18 uh, was she crowned and I was like oh well this is a Maybe now I can enter, but I mean, Whitney is just fabulous on her own, and I'm sure she dominates the competition alone because she—that's just who she is. And then Sydney was recently crowned, and then there is an Ashley lady who was crowned in 2012, 11, I believe. But you know, that gets into little things like colorism because she was um, a fairer, lighter shade. So. People like me were not given the Miss Illinois USA crown, so thus my money is not going to this particular system. And it's not just my state, too. It was nationally. I mean, Deshauna was one of my first people to see win, and when she won, then I was like, okay, maybe I have a shot. 
Um, but nonetheless, I still never felt like I had a shot in that particular system. So my money went elsewhere. But it's sad to know that some girls actually did have a shot at winning, especially this year, this really strong class. And they just didn't, you know, or they weren't even considered. I'm not going to lie to you. You guys know who I was cheering for. I'm always going to cheer for the home team, Angel, Miss Illinois. I really had her winning only because of not just bias, because that's my state. And I had conversations with Angel. I can't say I know her, but I've seen her in person. <laughs> but um, it's it's a sad situation. You know, it's an overall sad situation. And I had her winning. There's a few people in my top and in the top that were not in my top. And you guys know, historically, I am always very, very good at picking a winner. Always. Always. And I, I, do, I am undefeated. So watching the competition, of course, like you all might have felt, I too was very flabbergasted. And it doesn't take a lot for me to be flabbered, but I was definitely surprised. For a few reasons um, about why other girls did not advance or place higher. And I'll just leave it at that, you know, because what can I do? What can I say? I don't know how judges score an interview, blah, blah, blah. But nonetheless, it was not how I would have predicted the outcome to be based off my expert opinion of how scoring works and how. Good Miss USA can do at the Miss Universe competition. I mean, come on now, you guys. Historically, let's keep using this word. Miss USA has not done well at Miss Universe. And there's a lot of reasons behind that. Some might be political reasons, but in my personal opinion, I don't know how well prepared she is mentally and physically to compete because a lot of the girls have been there facially beautiful. Miss USA's have been competitive when it comes to their overall beauty, but I think little things kind of throws them off. And we all know the little things lose you lose points slowly but surely. And that comes down to wardrobe, the logistics of being ready. I mean, for Elle Smith to compete in her third pageant ever in life, and that's Miss Universe. And she did that 12 hours after winning Miss USA. That's just asinine to me and that again goes on poor planning because they should have held the pageant at least a month in advance that way the girl can relax and sleep and just savor in the moment I think that was kind of a setup for disaster just to begin with mind you I guess technically she's still in competition mode and her body is there but she's Louise and then the styling a lot of the Miss USA's I could say with my whole chest were not how I would style them at Miss Universe when it comes to either the hair or the dress. They don't have a wow factor that these other countries do. And a lot of that comes down to whoever's in charge of Miss USA. So I say all this to say that the girls who I had winning personally, I think were Miss Universe strong contenders. And I really hope that um, this new girl, Rabani, can also place or win Miss Universe. I think she's facially beautiful. I didn't have her not in my top, so 
that kind of creates a little bit of blurred lines there because it's not like she wasn't good or it wasn't in a lot of people's top. It was just a matter of like, usually sometimes scoring kind of surprises you. And when I saw those girls walk off stage, it didn't come off as a genuine surprise that she was chosen. It came off as, ah, we knew it. We could feel that coming all week. And it actually happened. And I've been in those pageants, too, where there's a contestant that is favored, and then she wins. And it's just like, all right. And I've been in pageants, too, where people have walked off stage during crowning because of said winner. I've been in, I've been in those rooms, too. I've been on those stages, too. So I understand where those girls' frustration comes from because it's like, what the heck? I could have sat at home and placed the same amount. I would have still ended up right here, whether I was on that stage or not. And it's it's a frustrating situation, especially because who knows how much they spent. How that goes into it here, they also had to pay for their outfit that they wore, their one t-shirt they wore, and they had to pay for those ad sales, which is a whole other situation, the fact that they had to sell all this stuff in ads. And last year, too, there was an ad pricing discrepancy that, to me, was just a money grab situation. Nonetheless, I will say that this IG Live is very damning when it comes to how the girls felt. I feel so hurt and sorry for each of them that they had this experience, especially at Miss USA, because that's supposed to be like the top tier pageant, right? That's supposed to be the pageant that knocks that everyone wants to compete in, that knocks all these other ones out the water. But obviously they're showing their tail too. And I don't know what it will take for this pageant in particular to have that higher standard and rank and file in the organization, but uh, in the pageant community, I guess I should say. But right now I think that a lot of girls are feeling like this isn't it. Um, And that's sad. But on the fortunate side, there's other competitions that you can come join with a higher age limit. Let's not forget that. And you can still compete in that pageant at nationals in January. Just let me know how you want to get into it. Just let me know. Let me know. I got you guys. And I do not attach myself to any pageants that I think is unethical. Let's just say that. Any pageant. Anymore. <laughs> because a lot of times you don't know until you compete. Um. Lastly, I do want to say that when it comes to speaking out, in the beginning, Heather addresses some people calling them sore losers. That, to me, is the very worst thing you could tell anyone who loses anything. Could you imagine? I mean, I, that's not a good example. I'm about to use LeBron, but I think people do call him a sore loser. But could you imagine working your whole life for a competition and you don't win and you start peeping things knowing that someone else is going to win and then when you speak about it you call a sore loser there's no right way to go about this and listen to the very first episode i talk about this too the very 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 first episode maybe the second one but it's hard because if i peep something during competition week right let's say this person has her own glam squad in her room that the pageant pays for, I don't know. Or 
um, she's on stage longer or she's just giving tens across the board or I don't know. Let me say, let's say I peep that one girl is getting favoritism during competition week. What choices do I really realistically have? I'm really think about this. If I speak up, say competition on Sunday, if I speak up on Wednesday and I start noticing things, then who do I tell? Do I tell the actual pageant director who may be in on such rigation? Do I tell them, hey, you're favoriting one person? Then what, she, what is she or he going to do? Look at me crazy, and then now I'm definitely not going to win because I spoke up. Or do I just watch this girl just get all these perks and whatever, whatever, and never say anything? Um, when I competed at a pageant, we did speak up. All of us spoke up about how we were being treated as a whole, as a group. Like we weren't eating. We were bleeding. We weren't being like fed. And we were starving. We had long days without food. Stuff like that is things you could talk about. But when it comes to favoritism, the week of pageantry, we're all try, trying to be on our best behavior. All of us are trying to be as best pageant patties as we can. Right? So, and we always want to be seen in a good light. There are some pageants that have a score based off how you acted all week. And if you choose to be that one Harriet Tubman of the group, then it looks bad on you. And you can see how group thought really works there and how psychology messes you up. Because I know for a fact, like, pageant that I did, I saw this podcast, I still kind of wanted that title. But by Thursday, Friday, Saturday, pageant was on Sunday, I think, I, I, I had to ask myself a few times, is it really worth it? Would having this crown and title really do something? Because if I won, realistically, no one knows what the treatment was like to get this crown and sash, right? I have the crown, I have the the title, it's solidified in history, so I can go about my life and continue promoting myself as this title. It don't matter that they didn't feed me, it don't matter the organization is trash or that money is allegedly being used for other things. I have the crown of sash, I can network and promote myself accordingly. Will the rest of my class look at me sideways? Yes. I was looking at the winner of my pageant sideways for a few years, you know what I'm saying, for a minute, for a minute. Because you took that title and ran and knew that the organization wasn't up to par. And what do you do? I mean, what do you do? Speak up? There was a situation at the one I'm talking about where we did speak up. And a lot of people were complaining, actually, about a few things. And so they sat us all down on stage, either right before prelims started that day or finals or it was after prelims she was all on stage sitting down and the founder of the competition came on stage talked to us and said does anyone have anything they want to say and nobody raised their hand nobody raised their hand because one we were scared to say anything what do you say like and if no one starts the conversation obviously no one's going to end the conversation if one person would have spoke up that person would have immediately be put into a negative light by the by the pageant organizers. And they wouldn't have won 
anyway. And so a lot of times I think back about that moment and think that how I should have just spoke up. Because I didn't win anyway. And I wasn't even in the top. So it, it wouldn't matter if I said something, but I think it would have ignited a conversation. And that really messes with you mentally because it's like, dang, I should have said something so that way the next year's class does not go through this. But at the same time, I still kind of want to win. But at what cost? Especially when you have the rest of the class looking at you sideways the whole year and you don't have that, that support from your fellow contestants. It's a sad situation, you know. It is a sad situation. But unless you're going to be that one revolutionary, it's a hard hill to die on. Nonetheless, like I said, I did not want to keep you too long. It's already been 20 minutes of me just rambling. But do not call these girls sore losers because, one, you don't even know. Like, say somebody was favorite it that week right and she didn't win so if you would have spoke up on thursday and then a girl don't even win on sunday you don't really know if what you said had her not winning or if she wasn't gonna win already and then now you have bad blood with this girl and it's just it's not us it's the organization that needs to get their lives together it's these pageant organizers that need to find sponsors and stop trying to take all the money from us as contestants so that way we can have more of a fair, balanced competition where you truly have a chance. And it there's no worse feeling than thinking that you really do think you have a chance and then during a week you see somebody kind of get perks and stuff and you're just slowly dying and dying as the days go on. So when time competition comes on, you feel like, what? Like, why am I here? Anyway, like I said, don't call these girls sore losers, these young women sore losers, because if you were in the same predicament, you would do the same thing, especially when it comes to maybe that favoritism leaning towards you. It's hard to say that what people's integrity would do, because if I knew I was going to win that competition, am I going to sit there and bash the directors? Will I accept the crown and sash? It's not a no. It's not a no. Uh, would my integrity be in line? That's definitely a no. You know what I'm saying? That's definitely a no. And the only thing that I guess that can really happen is if the winner speaks up and says something and comes forth with something like a Kara Mounded for Miss America. I think that's probably like the best case scenario is that the winner also addresses, yes, there was favoritism. Yes, this happened to me. No, I ain't giving this crown of sash back though, but this is what can happen. So I don't know. It's a lose-lose situation. And that's what is hard about this whole industry. And I know I have earlier episodes where I say we need some kind of oversight board because these pageants are running wild wild i tell you the between the names the copyright infringements the crown design copyright trademark stealing asians it's and now the unfairness the sexual assault sexual harassment this is not a organized industry as a whole like 
we need to get our lives together or else pageantry as a whole is going to be a hot ghetto mess. If it continues, realistically, we need some kind of oversight to regulate this. Every other industry in the world has a board and they have rules and regulations. Hell, I was just interviewing the robotics team at this high school out here. Even they have rules and regulations from the national or I guess the world competition. It's worlds, technically, that they go to. Down in Houston, they have competition rules and an oversight committee to make sure they're following the rules. So I don't understand why all these little pageants that we have, why we don't have like some kind of oversight, I don't know, committee regulations to make sure these pageants are up to par. And then they can be certified with that oversight committee, kind of like the BBB of pageants. I guess we could, I guess we could start it. We could call it the PPP, the pageant petty pageants and Prosecco <laughs> oversight committee. And if each pageant is found accountable, they can get that stamp of approval and you have to renew it every year or something. And girls just don't compete in pageants that don't have that symbol. Because if pageant directors don't take the opportunity to say, yes, my pageant's legit, yes, my scoring is legit, they don't have that stamp, then why would you want to compete in that pageant? Something like that needs to happen. So if you guys have an idea for that, let me know. Please don't steal my idea. I'm sure somebody will, because that's just the industry that we're in. But nonetheless, like I said, enjoy this live. This is the full live presentation. Towards the end of the first hour, there's 10 minutes left. Um, when it comes to the audio, it may repeat in the second half of what she said. That's just making sure you guys have the full context before the ending of it um, happens. But you'll see towards the towards the end, towards the one hour mark. All right, you guys. I hope you have your wine glasses. You are going to need it, especially after you hear some of the things that the girls went through. So make sure you have enough for this hour. I will catch you guys, of course, in the next video. Until then, peace out and use your crown with dignity. Goodbye, my little pageant patties. <laughs>
we're still waiting for her. But um, for those of you who are new here, I am Heather Lee O'Keefe, Miss Montana USA 2022. I just competed at Miss USA 2022 this past week in Reno, Nevada. And I'm sure you have probably been brought to this live video from a series of TikToks and reels and things I've been tagged in that went viral regarding the 2022 Miss USA pageant. The first thing being that uh, on live TV, as Miss USA 2022 was crowned, most of the contestants immediately walked off of stage, which I think is unprecedented. I don't think that has ever happened before, so that's the first thing I want to talk about. A lot of you are asking if that was planned. The answer is no. It was not planned, <laughs> and quite frankly, we as a class of 2022 are tired of people saying we're bitter. We're not bitter. It was not planned. Um, we all just kind of acted in the moment what we thought was right. We are a class of Division One athletes, Harvard alumni, lawyers, doctors, scientists, and people who fought for their citizenship to this country. We are the farthest thing from sore losers. The energy didn't lie. We trusted our gut. We are empowered women sticking up for a problem and an experience that we lived. And never in a million years did we imagine that we would be put in this position. And it hurts us that you all think we're being bitter, but it just takes away from the moment in this journey. We understand how it may look to some of you from the outside, but we are speaking up and jeopardizing our own reputations and titles to speak out on something because that's how important this is to us. And we want to avoid this for future girls who also want to follow a similar path and follow our footsteps. No one should be afraid to stand up for what's right. And that is the main point that I want to get across in this live video. We should all be able to speak out without fear of punishment or retaliation, period. Okay, that's my first point. <laughs> period, yes. Okay, let me see who's all in here. Oh my gosh, we have 3,100 people, you guys. This is so many. Um, let's see. And even if you were better, like, who's really trying to sit here and say anything? Yeah, we all worked our butts off, y'all. I competed for years in this system trying to just get to the Miss USA stage. Several other girls worked five, six, seven, eight, ten years to get to this point in our lives. And we all are just really disappointed in the experience that we had this week. And like I said at the beginning, a lot of girls are going to come on here and share their experiences as well. And we're all just sharing our experience. So take it as you wish. Infer whatever you want from this information. But we are just sharing what we personally experienced this week. And I don't know. No one can tell. No one can take that away from us. No one can tell us what we experienced besides us. And we feel the obligation to share this information with you all so that you all know what's going on. Because there are only 51 of us that actually experienced this and went through it. So... I don't know. You all just need to listen to us and our perspective. Everyone else can speculate all that they want, but please hear us out and listen to our stories of what we went through this week at Miss USA and don't take it lightly because we are all, like I said, putting our titles on the line, putting our reputations on the line because that's how strongly we feel about believing and standing up for what is right. And there have been many of us that said we would even relinquish our titles to take this stand because that's how serious we are about this. Okay, let me check in. I have so many people. That's my dog, if you can hear her. 
Um, at full support, call them out. Okay, thank you. Thank you all for all of your support. Oh my gosh, I love you guys so much. And let me just say, the support that I have received is honestly mind-blowing. Thank you guys so much for backing me up and backing up the entire class of 2022. We, it really means a lot to us to have this support. Um, so yeah, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Okay. Uh, Lexi, if you're on here, send me a request to join whenever you are ready. But if um, you're still getting ready, no worries. I'll just keep talking on this. Um, let me see. Can you lose your Montana title for speaking out? Probably, yeah. But like I said, I don't care. It's more important to me to stand up for what is right than to have the title of Miss whatever. I really just want to bring light to this situation and stand up for myself and the entire class of 2022 and girls who have come before us and after us because I'm sure a lot of you have probably heard of the scandal <laughs> from last year also uh the class of 2021 so um yeah I'm standing up for all of us any girl who's ever competed in a pageant I'm here to speak our truth my truth your truth I think we all have a collective truth that we have experienced in the pageant system at one point or another so, okay, let me see if Lexi's ready yet. I don't see her. I don't know how. Oh my gosh, a lot of people are requesting to join. I don't, I don't know who you guys are. <laughs> Lexi is going to be the first guest speaker. She's Miss Colorado, USA. Um, and she, let me just give it a little precursor, I guess. So, all of the Miss USA contestants, except two, were treated to a luxury vacation at the Nice Oak Resort in Cancun back in June of this year. The two girls that weren't able to attend were Miss Colorado USA and Miss Texas USA because they weren't crowned yet. So I think their pageant was the following weekend. So it was just unfortunate with the timing that they weren't able to attend, but it was only because their pageant hadn't happened yet. Um, so they, I guess they were told that they would have um, a trip to Cancun sometime at a later date in the future. But Lexi is going to come on here and tell you all that that did not happen. She has not gotten her trip to Cancun. And there's even more tea on that because she had to pay for her own flight and hotel accommodations. She and her directorship, they had to pay out of pocket to get her to Houston to take her headshot for Miss USA when Miss USA paid for the rest of us to go to Cancun to get our headshots taken there. So I think that is so wrong that Lexi had to pay out of pocket to do that. But um, I don't want to take her thunder and speak on that. I'll let her speak more on that um, whenever she's ready. So let me go to my next point. Um, yeah, walking off camera, that was not planned. That was the first thing. Next thing. Okay, so let me just explain the hierarchy of the organization for those of you who don't really um, know. Because I feel like there's a lot of new pageant people here that aren't really aware of the structure of Miss USA and the different businesses that are kind of affiliated with it. So um, Miss USA is owned by Crystal Stewart, who is herself a former Miss USA and Miss Texas USA, I believe from 2008. Uh, someone correct me if I'm wrong on that. She now owns the Miss USA organization. She took it over last year, and she also owns Miss Brand, 
I'm not sure if it's Crystal that owns Miss USA Organization or if it's Miss Brand that owns it, but in some way, Miss Brand and Miss USA Organization are affiliated in some way because Crystal Stewart runs both of them and they are tied together. So you might hear me say Miss Brand, you might hear me say Miss USA Organization. It's kind of the same thing, but they are all based in Houston, Texas and run by Crystal Stewart, who is a former Miss USA. Um, there's also Miss Academy. So there's all these different like Miss things, Miss USA organization, Miss Brand, Miss Academy. Miss Academy is a pageant coaching school also owned and run by Crystal Stewart. Um, and the thing with that is a lot of girls felt that they needed to work with um, Miss Academy to feel like they had a chance at doing well at Miss USA, which I think is really unfortunate. Um, so a lot of the girls from the class of 2022 spent money out of their own pocket to fly themselves to Houston, put themselves up in a Houston hotel, um, pay the tuition to attend this Miss Academy and be coached by the Miss Academy, Miss Brand team, um, just because we were kind of led to believe that that's what we were supposed to do. Um, another thing, the entire staff during Miss USA week was, I think most of them were from Houston. They were, a lot of them were from Miss Academy. A lot of them were coaches at Miss Academy. Um, the chaperones that we had that week, I felt like the entire team of people at Miss USA was people based out of Houston. I see a question. How much is tuition? Oh, yes. That's another point that I wanted to make. So tuition at Miss Academy, I think we were just talking about this on the Zoom call. It ranges from like $2,500 to like $14,000 and up, which is insane. But they also have a la carte classes, which you can pay like $500 for an interview session, um, $500 for a walking lesson, something like that. Don't quote me on any of these prices. Y'all, my mind is just in a million different directions right now. But it's a lot of money is the point I'm trying to make. So they really led us to believe that we needed to go to Miss Academy to take these lessons from them to do well at Miss USA. At least a lot of us were under that impression and we felt that way. Hold on one second, my dog wants to go outside, so let me just open the door for her and I will be right back. one white t-shirt 
for seven days. <laughs> so we were given the option to buy more at $25 each. So you do the math on that. If you wanted a clean shirt for Miss USA rehearsals every day, you had to buy six more for $25 each. So, yeah, that was an issue that a lot of us had also. Um, a lot of girls rocked that same shirt all week, and more power to them. I personally rotated two different white t-shirts all week, and it was disgusting, honestly. It was really gross. We had spray tan stains all over these shirts. We were sweating in them because we did rehearsals. It was just, it was kind of an inside joke with all of us with these dang t-shirts, but, um... Yeah, I ended up having to cut the sleeves off of mine at the end and make it into a crop top because I had so many spray tan stains and, like, deodorant stains. It was absolutely disgusting by the end of the week. Um, and we're all going to burn those shirts, probably. <laughs> but anyway, um, let me see what these comments are saying. Okay, yeah, licensing, leasing. What, okay, I'm sorry for any miscommunication that I said on Miss Crystal Stewart owning Miss Brand or whatever. You all know what I'm getting at. Um, the pageant is franchised through Miss Universe licensed, whatever you want to call it. Please don't get hung up on the semantics of it or quote me on any of that. That's not the point of this. I am just trying to um, explain what's going on. Okay, let me get caught up on all these. Comments. So many comments, you guys. Okay, yes. And Texas gets the biggest Miss Academy prize package. That is true. So I think I saw a post of someone screenshotting the Miss Texas USA prize package. And they get um, tuition paid for to go to Miss Academy, the pageant coaching school owned by Crystal, for I think it was like $10,000 worth of coaching. Again, don't quote me on this, but it was a significant amount of money compared to what the rest of us got so all of the miss usa contestants were given access to online zoom classes for miss academy which to be fair i did attend a few of them um but obviously we all know zoom is much different than in person and it's hard to do a runway walking lesson over zoom and it was also group classes too so um I don't know. It was helpful in a sense, but I think an in-person runway class is would have been much more um, beneficial in a sense. Um, also, someone said YouTube is free. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they did give a lot of us, all of us, the access to these Zoom classes. Not everyone took them up on that, um, but we did have access to that. Okay, what else? Sorry, I'm trying to read all of these comments, you guys. This is insane. I can't believe there's 4,000 people watching right now. I think that's probably more people than watching this USA. Okay. Um, oh, yes, Sir Cora, and we were told to bring seven trendy outfits. Yeah, let me touch on our wardrobe requirements. So, before we got there, I think starting in, like, May, they sent us out a contestant newsletter every... Uh, two weeks or something. It was like on the 1st and 15th of every month. So I think it started in like May. They started sending us out these contestant newsletters, just sending us updates on what was to come, um, 
Cancun, all of that, and then throughout the summer, they just kind of stayed in touch with us. And then several weeks ago, in um, like the July or August newsletter, they gave us a wardrobe requirement list of what to bring to Miss USA. And again, don't quote me on this, but I think they said bring like seven trendy outfits, basically like several outfits per day for like no matter what kind of event. They did not send us an event schedule. We had no idea what we would be doing. So me, myself, and a majority of the other girls literally brought like four suitcases to Miss USA because we had no idea what to expect once we got there in terms of wardrobe requirements. We didn't know what a trendy outfit was. We didn't know what we were gonna be wearing it for. We didn't know anything. So we prepared for everything. And let me just say, I brought four suitcases and I probably only needed one or two. So I spent hundreds of dollars and checked luggage that I never even opened. And I'm sure a lot of my other girls can agree with me that they did the same thing too because we had no idea going into Miss USA what to expect. We didn't have a schedule until we got there. And I think even the first day, I went to bed not knowing what to expect for the next day. So it was um, a little unorganized, I will say. But um, yeah, that's on wardrobe. And also in wardrobe, they told us to bring um, like several black bottoms. So we figured that would be for the rehearsals outfits. But we also thought that at night there would be some kind of event, like a welcome event, a cocktail event, some kind of event in the evening where we would get to wear our trendy outfit that they taught, they told us to bring. Now, we pretty much wore the white t-shirt and black pants all week, which like I said, it was kind of a vibe to not have to worry about another outfit. Um, but we all brought like a whole, literally, I brought a rack of cute clothes and I didn't get to wear a single one of them. So I kind of wish at least in the evenings we would have been able to dress up in our cute outfits that we brought and also a lot of us had sponsors send us clothes that we thought we were going to be able to get to wear that week so we had sponsored posts we had people send us clothes that they thought we were going to be able to wear at miss usa week and we ended up not being able to wear them that's a whole other topic um that we can touch on in a minute if you guys want to hear more about that but um yeah we were under the impression that we would be wearing these trendy outfits and we never did another thing we were told um, to bring one evening gown, which is a hot topic of controversy in all of this. <laughs> because um, as you all know, the winner of Miss USA ended up wearing two different evening gowns. She wore one for the preliminary competition and then she wore another gown for the final competition. Um, a lot of girls were under the impression that we were only allowed to bring one gown because the newsletter said just bring one gown. They told us to only bring one. So a lot of girls took that as you're not allowed to bring two. Um, but some girls took that as you only have to bring one. You can bring two if you want to. So personally, I brought two gowns. Um, I'm someone who always likes to be prepared for worst case scenarios. So I always bring a backup. Some other girls brought a backup too. Some other girls changed um, from prelims to finals. Um, so that's another thing on evening gown that I wanted to touch on. Um, what else regarding wardrobe? I think that's it. Let me see. Oh my gosh, you guys are going off in the comments right now. I cannot deal with this. Um, also, Lexi, if you're ready, girl, just send me, uh, someone text me because I can't keep up with all these comments. Um, okay, I see Carly said she spent $400 on luggage last year. Yeah, girl, I spent that much like each way. It's insane. Oh my gosh, the first impression outfit, Elise. Yes, thank you for reminding me. 
You guys, okay, the wardrobe requirement set. Bring a first impression outfit. What do you think when you hear that? That could mean so many different things. Um, I just brought like a business casual, not business casual, like business professional interview outfit that I would wear to um, like an interview or an appearance or like a formal business luncheon or something like that. Uh, that's how I took it as first impression, like a business first impression. We find out at rehearsal on the first day that this first impression outfit is going to be worn on stage. A lot of girls' first impressions outfits had prints on them. I know a lot of girls who changed their mind because they didn't want to wear a print on stage that changed their whole perception on what they wanted their first impression outfit to be. We had no idea what this first impression outfit was meant to be for. And you all saw on the live telecast that that was the beginning of the show. Okay, Lexi says she's ready. Let me accept. Oh, I... Lexi is joining the call. I am accepting it now. Let's see. Here she is. Okay, everyone. <laughs> this is... So I'm ready for my birthday dinner, so... Okay, girl. I'm getting ready as I'm doing this. Okay, perfect. I'm going to give the floor to you. I want to kind of share your experience with the whole Cancun situation in your head drive. Yeah, so I know everyone's been asking me and wanting me to say something. Um, and to set the record straight, I never went to Mexico. I took my Miss USA headshot in Houston um, at, I think it was the Hilton in Houston. Um, me and Texas were there. We were there together. I was in hair and makeup first, then she went right after me. Um, I never went to Mexico. I'm not sure what happened, what got missed, but it's not easy seeing all 50 other girls getting to go to Mexico and I didn't get to go. So, but thank you. Thank you for the happy birthdays. I appreciate it. And, you know, having all of my girls have my back on this has meant a lot because what do I say? What do I do? You know, it. It can. Um, oh, I love you, Eric. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's all go to Mexico together. But it makes me question, like, did I do something wrong? Is there a reason why I didn't get that? And we don't know. The, we don't know. And no, girl, you did not do anything wrong. <laughs> we all have your back, like you said. Got you, girl. You didn't do anything wrong. This is so wrong that you did not get your trip to Canada. We are demanding justice for Lexi Glover to get to Cancun, you guys. <laughs> and I appreciate everyone, you know, I want to know what happened. And I'm hoping I'll get an answer and get an understanding and maybe get to go to Mexico. I don't know, but it's not easy. My title's more than Mexico. My title's always been more than Mexico, and I knew that from the beginning. And so I was okay with not going. It wasn't kind of nice actually having someone else not go with me because I didn't feel left out. Now I feel left out and now I feel like it could be personal in a way. So I guess we have to wait and see what happens next. And you guys are all so sweet. You guys have had me crying and all the support seriously has meant so much. But yeah, that, that's really what I have in Mexico. I never was in Mexico. So to clear the air, I never went to Mexico. Yeah, I hate to see you crack, girl. That is so sad. And I know you said your title is more than Mexico, and that is so true, but that's not the point. The point is that we all earned this trip to Mexico. We all got to go on this trip, and you're the only one who didn't. That is 
not fair. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the point that we are trying to get across. So, like, I'm ending for Lexi to get to Mexico um, because that is just not fair. Yeah, so, I see people are asking about my um, Houston trip. So, pretty much how it went down is I won. And then my teen and I were rushed into our briefing and I was a title holder in 2017 as a teen. So I kind of knew what I, what the conversation was going to be like. And we were officially the last girls crown. Texas was either crowned the day before us or a couple hours before me. I'm not too sure. I don't remember. But in that meeting, my mom and I were like, what do we have to do? Because we figured Miss USA was going to be soon. And she's like, well, you need to go to Houston next weekend. So with that, uh, my directors did book my flight to Houston. And while I was there, I got to look for my dress, things like that. But um, I did, we booked our hotel and had to get my photo shoot done. I, I had to go. I had to, I had to get that picture. So, and I was excited to do it. And it was nice, like, okay, I do get to meet another contestant because I did want to meet the girls. It, it's kind of scary going into Miss USA not knowing anything. You know, so being able to meet the girls and talk with the girls was important to me, but getting to meet Miss Texas worked. It worked. I was like, I got to meet someone. I got to hang out with someone. And um, so we took it in the um, Hilton pool. I'm pretty sure it was the Hilton. Like I said, I don't remember, but we took it in that pool and we were able to make it look like we were there, which was pretty cool. But then now seeing that we maybe could have just gone to Mexico and maybe not even had to go to Houston, that would have been cool, but... Yeah, you guys have been able to go to Mexico together, in my opinion, but... (laughs) (laughs) But I do, I wanted to hop on. I'm so late for my birthday dinner handling all of this, and I still have to curl my hair, but I appreciate you for letting me, you know, say it, because it's... It's been scary to come on here and say anything because I don't I don't know what's going to come about this, but I can't not tell my story and tell my truth. So I appreciate you so much for letting me do this. And my girls, I appreciate you guys are making me emotional right now. I appreciate you guys so much and everyone having my back. It's meant a lot to me. Well, we love you and happy birthday. Go enjoy your birthday. Thank you for hopping on. Love you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Let's see. Anyone else requesting to join from the class? No. Okay. There's a bunch of random people requesting to join. Sorry. I'm only going to leave this open um, to the my Miss USA 2022 sisters to join just because um, I don't want this to get too jumbled. So any of my Miss USA sisters, if you want to hop on, send the request um, and then text me too so I see because there's so many people on this call. Um, it's hard to stay up with all of the um, comments. Okay, let's see. Someone said, okay, sponsors on the judging panel. Yes, that's another issue that I wanted to speak on. So, at Miss USA this year, we were all judged on three different categories. Uh, Personal interview, which was five minutes with the judges. Fitness, which was our swimsuit, which I'll touch on that in a minute, and then evening gown. So it was all weighted equally, um, you know, 33 and a quarter or 33 and a third percent for each thing. Everything was weighted equally. That was all calculated. We all competed in the preliminaries, and then they selected a top 15 plus a people's choice vote. Uh, so 16 girls from the preliminaries to compete in finals on Monday night. 
But between preliminaries and finals, we also competed in a state costume show just for fun. It didn't count towards the final score judging, but um, we all still went on stage and competed and were judged in this state costume competition. Um, And the judges for that were different. They were um, sponsors of the pageant who had worked with um, the winner in the past. And there is blatant evidence of this. So everything I'm saying can be backed up and anything else is just my opinion that I'm sharing. So I'm just speaking freely here, but the factual allegations that I'm bringing out, um, everything like that, we have screenshots, we have evidence to back all of this up. So don't come at me for that because we have proof for everything that we are alleging. So sponsors were um, judging the state costume competition. And of course, um, Texas won the state costume competition as well, which I will say, I think that's when things started to get a little weird for all of us contestants. And we were really like, okay, what's going on here? Because nothing against Arbany as a person. And I want to reiterate, this is not, we are not coming out against Arbany. We want to make it very clear that we are not in any way attacking Arbany as a person. And for those of you who don't know, Arbany is Miss Texas USA who won Miss USA 2022. We do not have any public opinions on her as an individual. This has nothing to do with Arbany herself. This is about how we all were treated as a whole by the Miss Brand, Miss USA organization this past week in Reno, Nevada, and the things that we all experienced as a class. We all started to put the puzzle pieces together and we are all collectively sharing our experiences together. And I guess I kind of took it upon myself to really just be the face of this movement and start really being public with my experience. And I've had a lot of girls from our class come up to me and just be like, okay, Heather, you just be the spokesperson for us. Like I said at the beginning of this call, we all, not all of us, but a lot of us got on the Zoom call. Um, a lot of girls told me things that they wanted me to say for them on their behalf. So that's what I'm doing now. I am speaking out on behalf of myself and my class of Miss USA 2022 sisters who we all shared this same experience. We all saw these same things happen. We all started to put the puzzle pieces together and now we are coming together as a class and speaking out on it. So again, want to make it clear, nothing against the girl who won Miss USA. We have no hard feelings against her. It is not her fault. These are our issues that we are bringing up with the organization as a whole. Um, someone asked, uh, do I think she was in on it or should she step down? I don't know. That's not my place to speak on it. I don't, I don't know if she was in on it. I can't say if I was in her shoes, if I wouldn't accept the favoritism too. I mean, I, I don't know what we can expect of her, honestly. And I, like I said, we're not blaming her for this because I don't, I, I don't think she should be blamed for, for any of this. I think, um, it's, it all falls on the organization of why we all had these experiences, this week okay where do i want to go next with this let's see holly hi at least we all have the same experience you have nothing to apologize for yeah pretty much we all have the same collective experience and after all of this kind of blew up we all started sharing our experiences in the group chat and realized that we all literally had the same experience this week 
So, um, yeah, we just want to share that with you all because I've been getting a lot of questions on if, whether if I knew it was like this, if I would come back and compete again, and the answer is honestly no. So I want to put this out there for girls who are competing in their respective state pageants to know what you're getting into before you sign up for this because I wish I would have known so that I wouldn't have spent so much time, money, effort, etc. on um, this kind of experience because me personally and a lot of other girls that I've spoken with, this was not the Miss USA experience that we envisioned, that we wanted, um, and that's really unfortunate. So um, I don't see it changing unless we speak up. So we are speaking up <laughs> because we want better for Miss USA class of 2023, 24, and so on. We don't want people stepping in our shoes to experience the Miss USA experience that we just had, period. Gabriella, we failed y'all and we are sorry. No, I do not want anyone to feel bad. It is nobody's fault. Um, we're Like I said, we just want to speak out for the next class. And even the classes before us, um, obviously I'm a very outspoken person. I will always stand up for what's right, always. Um, so I just kind of felt this obligation to speak out on this and that's why I'm doing it. Um, so I don't want to make anybody feel bad for not speaking up prior, um, but I'm just really grateful to have this audience of 4,100 people watching me right now and hearing me out. That means so much to me right now. And I am so thankful that you all are just listening to me and hearing me out because I feel like collectively we are able to make a difference if we all just come together and just rally on this. Okay. Um, let's see. Add Victoria on here. Let's see. Um, What's the tea on last year? Okay, I'm not going to speak to last year. That is not my place. Um, 2021 girls, if you want to start your own movement, that's on you. Um, but I, people have asked me to speak out about the 2021 scandal, and I don't feel right. I don't feel like that's my place to do it. I was not involved in that. So y'all can reach out to last year's class on their issues with last year, but I personally just don't feel like it's my place to do that since I wasn't involved and um, their scandal was a little more serious than this. There were some serious allegations there. So I don't want to step on anyone's toes. I, I don't want to act like the victim in that situation when I wasn't involved. So I don't want to step on anyone's toes, but if you all come to me and you want to come on here since I have this new platform of all these audience people that are watching I would be happy to facilitate uh that platform for you to speak out on that um so class of 2021 let me know what you want to do there but I personally don't believe it's my place to um release that information um what is pageantry reimagined Girl, I wish I knew. <laughs> I don't know what pageantry reimagined is. I don't think anybody knows what pageantry reimagined is. Um, but it is the new slogan of Miss USA ever since Crystal Stewart took over. She is trying to rebrand the organization. Um, and this is how it's going for her, so I take that as you wish. <laughs> but um, I don't think anyone knows what pageantry reimagined is right now. Um, okay. Let's see. What else? Um, everyone's mental health is at stake here. We were all exploited for an organization's game. Angel, yes, that I stand with that, and I think we all agree with you. Our mental health was 
put on the back burner this week, which I think is extremely unfortunate, especially regarding the circumstances of what happened this year um, with Chesley. And for those of you who don't know, um, there was a former Miss USA, Chesley Christ, who, um, I don't even know how to say this without getting emotional. She um, took her own life this year. Um, and she was a former Miss USA. So there's a whole conversation on mental health and Miss USA contestants. That's a whole other story. I don't want to get too deep into that, but um, mental health is a serious issue with pageant girls. And I do want to touch on that a little bit, um, especially the fact that um, we were kept in a hotel for seven days straight. We saw maybe five minutes of sunshine. Y'all, they did not let us out of the Grand Sierra Resort. We got to see our families for maybe like a couple minutes <laughs> the whole week. I mean, I, me, I felt like a prisoner. Y'all can chime in, but that's how I explain how I felt this week. I felt like a prisoner. Every time we wanted to leave our room, we had to go in groups, like little prisoners being escorted from here to here with bodyguards with bulletproof vests on. We were literally, I felt like a prisoner being escorted in shackles from location to location every day during Miss USA. We weren't allowed to leave their site. We had chaperones, we had security on us at all times. I felt so disconnected from reality and from the real world all week at Miss USA. I was literally having like an identity crisis to be honest with you. I just felt so disconnected. I didn't see the sunlight. I mean, we were in the Grand Sierra Resort, which is like a hotel casino. You know how casinos are. Um, you never know what time of day it is, if it's nighttime, daytime, whatever. There's no natural light. Um, so I think that really affected our mental health also. Um, and the fact that we weren't really able to see our families. Um, there were meet and greets after some of the events each night where we did get to see our families briefly and then we were drug away by the arm literally <laughs> um and it was just uncalled for we were being held in our little group of all 51 of us and our families were out in the lobby waiting for us there was no reason they were just holding us hostage in the theater for what we were all getting so angry we just want to see our family like they're right out the door just let us go what are you holding us in this holding cell for we literally felt like prisoners y'all it was insane we felt like prisoners kindergartners we are all grown women why are we not able to walk out these doors and mingle with our family members i understand security but my god it was ridiculous <laughs> um okay sorry i just really went on a rant right there that was not on my list of agenda things to talk about but um how did, did y'all at least get to go to the pool? No. Um, how did Arvini get on the roof to film that video? That's another thing. So there was a video posted today of Arvini on the, looks like the rooftop of the hotel at nighttime in her opening number Giovanni outfit with her Miss Texas USA sash um, filming this cute little reel. She looks great. I mean, gotta give it to her. She looks fantastic. But when was that filmed? Because... I know I was not able to leave my hotel room to go on the hotel rooftop at night and film this uh, production <laughs> for Instagram. So we are all very confused. None of us know when that happened. Um, we, 
have tried to hear from her roommate and um I don't think she said anything about it I think I don't know we don't know what happened um but all I know is if I was gonna do that I wouldn't do it when my roommate was around either so uh, a lot of people are saying ask her roommate well we don't know we don't know when that was filmed okay um you guys went axe throwing what more did you need so fun um yeah we did go axe throwing we went um we had like a mini golf not mini golf um we went to a driving range we did this sensology room um so we did outings within not even an outing i wouldn't call it an outing we did activities within the hotel and i think a lot of us just really wanted to just get outside for a minute and um just get some fresh air go outside (laughs) um explore reno a little bit we were asked to plug reno tahoe in all of our stories all of our posts every single day while we were there but how are we supposed to promote tourism to reno tahoe when we are not allowed to leave the vicinity of a single one little single hotel resort area um um okay what else talk about the survey yes okay so we were all asked to complete a contestant survey on our experience well uh miss academy miss Graham crystal if y'all are watching this please consider this my survey (laughs) um yeah we were all asked to complete a survey on our experience at miss usa this week i didn't even look at it so i don't know what kind of questions they asked so sisters if y'all are on here please say what kind of um questions on there uh because i don't know i didn't do it because they specifically said you have to complete this survey before finals why do you think that is i don't know weird so i was like i'm not completing a survey y'all can hear from me right now this is what i have to say this is my survey (laughs) but no in all seriousness we all thought it was weird that we had to complete this survey on our experience before the experience was over um it makes no sense okay let's see you sound bitter y'all like i said i am sick and tired of y'all saying we sound bitter this we are not bitter (laughs) we are a group of educated empowered women speaking out and standing up for what is right and if we don't do it this is going to continue to happen to girls who continue to compete in the future and we don't want anyone else to have this experience that we had so if one more person says we're bitter i swear we're all going to say we are not bitter we are taking a stand on what we believe is right and i'm not backing down from that so sorry if you think we're bitter you can exit off this live why are you even watching um no we weren't about to no, no background knowledge crazy i'll go to survey you guys didn't even get a survey oh my gosh i'm so sorry but yeah our survey we had to complete that before it was even over um okay talk about interviews let's talk about interviews okay so we all completed a private interview with the judges that was five minutes long on saturday after prelims so in the past couple of years i believe interviews were first so you got to meet the judges first before they saw you on stage but this year it was different they saw us on stage during prelims and evening gown and swimsuit and then they met us face to face for a private interview the next day my interview was very political and i didn't get asked good questions you can ask my mom i'm sure she's on this call (laughs) i called her bawling my eyes out after this interview because i felt personally attacked 
and Kaylee Horvath, I don't know if she's on here, Miss Virginia USA, she had the same experience and we bonded over this backstage because we both felt personally attacked in our interviews with the judges. I walked in there with my bubbly personality. Hey y'all, I'm Heather Lee from Montana, blah, blah, blah. Nice to meet y'all, excited to be here, whatever. And they didn't even look up from their paper. They just said, your first question, how do you feel about the fentanyl crisis in America? You can't even make eye contact with me. You can't even say hello. This is my Miss USA interview, and you can't even give me eye contact as I'm walking into the room to meet you. <sighs> Y'all. <laughs> I'm getting heated. Okay, I need to calm down. Um, yeah, I felt like they were totally checked out during my interview. I felt like they did not get to know. They did not make an effort to get to know me. They were just drilling me with random political questions that had no way for me to tell them who I was as a person and whenever I started to try to take control of the interview and chime in a little bit with my personality here or there they would just shut me down and bring it back down to a level that just bad energy and I don't know I felt disrespected in my interview I felt like they didn't give me a chance. I felt like it was over from the second I walked in because they weren't even looking at me when I walked into the room. So that's how I felt. And that's how a lot of other girls felt as well. Um, like I said, Kaylee Horvath, Miss Virginia USA, she and I both agree that we walked out of that room bawling our eyes out. And for me personally, um, y'all can go back and watch my interview that I did with Jimmy, a uh, Queens conversation a couple weeks ago. I'm not one to be scared of interviews. I mean, obviously here I am talking right now. Um, I, I don't get worked up with interviews. Like, I usually feel pretty good about my interview, but that, genuinely, I did not feel good about that interview at all. And I'm a very positive person. I like to try to look at the positive outlook of things. But that interview was just bad juju energy. I don't know what it was, but the vibe was just off. And from that moment going forward, I was defeated, to be honest with you. Um, and I've never felt like that walking out of an interview. I... Um, you know, of course, there's been interviews where I felt I could have done better or, um, you know, this or that. But this interview, there was just something different about it. It just felt off and wrong. That's how I felt about my interview. Um, some people were saying we had the same experience. I was completely disrespected. Yeah, I'm sorry that you all had that experience, too. Hair and makeup situation. Okay. Um, so... We were given the option to use the sponsored hair and makeup team, Kiss and Makeup Houston. Me, personally, I loved my hair and makeup that I got done at the pageant, but not a lot of girls agree with that statement. A lot of girls were so upset with their hair and makeup, and they did not look their best in their opinions. They felt like they were sabotage for lack of better words um and there were rumors going around there was a sabotage list there's no evidence of that so i don't even want to talk about it i just want to bring it up that there was rumors of a sabotage list saying that some uh hair and makeup artists made this list of girls to make look bad in their hair and makeup session but i'm not even going to touch on that because i don't have evidence on it and like i said i want to substantiate every claim that i bring here with hard evidence and i don't have evidence of that so we're going to move on but I do have evidence that a lot of girls say they were not happy with their hair and makeup, specifically my roommate, Michaela. I felt so bad for her. She was so upset with her makeup. She was literally crying. We went back to our room and um, 
she had to completely redo her face makeup after the sponsors did it because um, they, it just, like, her contour was, like, this is a contour line right here. Like, it went, it covered this whole part of her face. Like, it was way too much. It looked muddy. It just didn't look good. It didn't look professional. And I felt so bad for her. <laughs> um, and a lot of other girls felt the same way. Some girls' lip liner was uneven. I mean, it just, it was really unfortunate. <laughs> um, but I really only want to speak on my experience. I don't want to speak for other people. Um, but my class did ask me to speak on their behalf for something. So I will say that a lot of them wanted me to let you all know that they were not happy with their hair and makeup. I was happy with mine, but a lot of girls were not happy with their hair and makeup and they felt like they were sabotaged to look worse. Moving on. Um, let's see. I was in the hair and makeup chair at 6.45 on finals night when the live show started at 7. Yeah, that's another thing. They kept changing our times for the hair and makeup. And I do remember on finals night, I was in the hair and makeup chair and the, um, I had Blake, he had just finished my eyes and somebody comes up to him and they're like, you have eight minutes to finish her. I didn't have any face makeup and my hair was, it still needed blow dried. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but that is not happening in eight minutes. So it was very rushed. It was very like, not good. Um, they changed our times. So my time slot got messed up. We were, some girls literally only had like 10 minutes for hair and like 30 minutes for makeup, which doing stage makeup is different than just like an everyday makeup, y'all. It is a full on routine to do stage makeup. It's totally different than just like an average makeup look. Um, so you need like a full hour at least to do that. So for them to rush that was ridiculous. Um, okay, what else? Um, need to keep up with these comments. My hairstylist ripped one of my hand tied extensions out. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. That is horrible. Thankfully, I brought my Halo hair extensions. Um, I didn't have like permanent extensions put in. I could, I would not trust that <laughs> with uh, different extensions. Okay. Um, they change the information on the girls all the time. Yes, that's another thing. They change information all the time. I remember there was one day I woke up um, and like, keep in mind, these were long days that we had we would wake up at like 5 a.m some days and not get done until 1 a.m with rehearsals and filming so um we would go to bed and set our alarm to wake up for the next morning based on what we were told that night just to wake up that morning to a text message saying we're leaving the hallway in 10 minutes and it's like we didn't have time to get ready we were rushed so for y'all coming at us and saying like how can you be at miss usa and be not be wearing makeup at rehearsals and why do you all look so bad blah 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 like y'all we were literally run to the ground <laughs> we were all so freaking tired and we would wake up in the morning thinking we had an hour or so to get ready just to get a text message saying actually meet me at the hallway and meet me at the elevators in 10 minutes we're all leaving in 10 minutes and then if we weren't there in 10 minutes we would all get our heads scraped off like it was insane just the schedule and the lack of consistency during the week um you've had me hooked since 8 30 oh my gosh i just realized it's almost an hour thank you all for staying tuned i i i'm gonna keep talking until i run out of things to say um perez hilton golden opportunity here oh my gosh you all please keep tagging perez hilton i saw um they're posting stuff about all this like please tag the news outlets we 
want to get traction here and we really want this to be out there um okay what else um would it be fair to say it was unorganized it sounds that way to me i said what i said take things and infer them as you wish i'm just sharing my experiences are other miss usa contestants speaking out um yes there are a few of them speaking out i don't think anyone's being as vocal as me <laughs> but um i talked to a lot of the girls on zoom earlier like i was mentioning and um they all kind of mentioned things that they wanted me to share just because i i mean i'm willing to speak out for all of us i'm willing to be that voice i'm willing to put my reputation on the line to do what's right so um here i am um teens had yoga two hours before interview oh yeah that's another thing um so we the teens were there with us also they had miss teen usa and miss usa and i heard some of the teens literally only had like 30 minutes to get ready for their interview because they were in yoga that morning for like a sponsored yoga event i could not imagine oh also interview oh my gosh you guys okay so interview was on saturday prelims were on friday the show started at 9 p.m on friday wrapped at like i don't know guys what time did it wrap up like 10 or 11 o'clock and then we had to stay afterwards on Friday night after prelims wrapped up to pre-record the opening number for finals night. So this is another thing I want to mention, opening number. Um, if y'all watched the telecast, that was not us live dancing. That was all pre-recorded on Friday night at one o'clock in the freaking morning, you guys, okay? Um, it was really hard, the opening number. Um, it was difficult choreography, but, um, they grouped us out into different groups. They had like the dancers up front, they had the non-dancers in the middle, and then they just had like the walkers in the back. So they definitely put us into little clicks based on our, um, capabilities in dancing. So that's why you saw a lot of the same girls in the front because those girls were identified as the best dancers. Um, so yeah, so on Friday night, we were all pre-taping the, um, opening number. So we did that dance, y'all. How many times? Someone throw it out there. Like at least, what, 20 times? <laughs> all those dances. Um, and especially the dancers. I was in like the mediocre dance group, like the second row back. So I wasn't out there killing it like the front row girls. I was just, you know, kind of half in it in the middle, just playing low a little bit, but I was sweating. So I can only imagine how these girls in the front were feeling. And I know they were sweating once we were done with this. So I'm, I'm getting to my point. Okay. So we were all so sweaty. And then they say, okay, guys, now we're going to film our opening intros for you all. Um, we were all so sweaty. Some girls, their hair, like, started curling at the root. Like, I have naturally curly hair, and it, like, tends to frizz at the root and get curly. And I know a lot of other girls do, too. So, like, our hair was not cute by the time we were sweating and just, like, gross by the end of that rehearsal. And then they say, okay, um, get ready to film your opening intro. And our opening intro was whenever they introduce us all in the final telecast, like, um, Alabama. And then they showed her picture of her and her little opening number just modeling for a couple seconds. That's what I'm talking about when I'm saying our filming our intros. So, we did not – I mean, we all looked great. Looking back on it, we all looked great. But – we felt like we didn't look our best because we had just finished several hours of competing in prelims, plus a pretty strenuous rehearsal where we were all sweating profusely. And then we had to film our opening intro for Miss USA that was going to be filmed on live TV. 
So a lot of us were really upset with that. <laughs> and um, rightfully so, because some girls had their hair up for prelims and they wanted to wear their hair down for their intro. We didn't know what was going on. And if we knew, we would have prepared differently. And then um, there were three dance numbers, only like half of us were in the third one. Um, and for those of us, myself included, that were in the third dance number, we had even less time to get ready for this opening intro. I was literally rushed. I did not have time to even fix my lipstick or do anything. They literally just had me go backstage, look at myself really quick, and then they rushed me back out. Why? I don't know. Everything was hurry up and wait. <laughs> I was so upset. I we They rushed us all out of the dressing rooms to just sit on stage and wait for our turn. And I'm Montana, so I'm like halfway through. Like, I'm not going to wait through all of these. I could be fixing my hair and makeup while these girls are going. There's no reason I shouldn't be allowed to go back to the dressing room to get myself ready when I was just in the last group doing my dance. So I guess I was a troublemaker all week. I don't know. I went against the rules. I went backstage and I fixed myself. because so I was like, this could be my only time on national TV. I want to look good. Sorry. Y'all would do the same thing. <laughs> um, so I went backstage and fixed my hair and makeup and then came back out. And what do you know? I still had to wait. They weren't ready for me yet. So that was another thing that was really annoying. A lot of it was just hurry up and wait. And we were all sitting around when we could have been doing more productive things with our time, which was annoying. Um, okay, anything else on opening number? Am I missing anything, guys? Let me know. Um, why were they so strict? I don't know. I wish I knew. Talk about the photos. What photos are you talking about? Lucas, tell me what photos. Um, the Cancun photos? Maybe? I can talk about the Cancun photos. So, our Cancun headshots, we all took our headshots in Cancun, except, of course, the two that we mentioned in the beginning. Um, and we filmed them or took them with like wet hair in a pool where we looked half naked. Um, I didn't really love it, especially that's just not the image that I wanted to portray for my Miss USA headshot because in the past we all see like these gorgeous Miss USA glam shots where everyone's hair is done and I, like I said, this is not the Miss USA experience that I envisioned for myself and that's what's so upsetting about it. I did not, like all these years as a little girl looking up to Miss USA and always wanting to be there, I'd never in a million years pictured that my Miss USA headshot would be taken in a pool half naked from the boobs up with my hair wet and slicked back. To me, that is not pageantry reimagined. I didn't like it. That's my opinion on it. Y'all can chime in. That's my opinion. Oh, the photos. Oh my gosh. Okay. The photos from the pageant. Yes. Y'all. You think we get our photos and videos from competing, right? No. We have to pay $450 if we want a single photo footage, video, photo, whatever footage of us competing at Miss USA, once in a lifetime opportunity that only 51 girls in the country get every half naked from the boobs up with my hair wet and slicked back. To me, that is not pageantry reimagined. I didn't like it. That's my opinion on it. Y'all can chime in. That's my opinion. Oh, the photos. Oh my gosh. Okay. The photos from the pageant. Yes. Y'all, you think we get our photos and videos from competing, right? No, 
We have to pay $450 if we want a single photo, footage, video, photo, whatever footage of us competing at Miss USA, once in a lifetime opportunity that only 51 girls in the country get every year. We have to pay them, on top of everything else we've already paid for, $450 to get footage of us competing at Miss USA. I think that's wrong, personally. I think that's wrong. We should not have to pay $450 to get footage of us competing at Miss USA when they have access to these photos and they are using them to promote their organization for monetary gain, but we don't even get access to these photos. I'm not paying for it either, Holly. <laughs> I'm not paying for it. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, what else? Bikinis. Yes. Okay. Let me talk about bikinis. We did not get to pick them. A lot of you think we picked them. This is not true. We were given a um, bag with the bikini in it at orientation, and we were just told, this is your bikini. Here you go. Deal with it. Um, Miss Idaho USA and I immediately took our bikinis to the bathroom and tried them on. I was given an extra small, and she was given a medium. For those of you who know Jordana and I, I'm a medium and she's an extra small. We were told we weren't allowed to trade or anything and that what we got was what we got and we just had to be happy with it. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. I do not fit in an extra small. I got curves. I have a booty. Like, I'm a size four, six on the bottom. I am not an extra small. And I was really freaking out because if I had to wear that bikini on the Miss USA stage, my whole butt cheeks were going to be out. And that is not the look that I wanted for myself on the SUSA stage. So, um, it's over now, so I guess I can say it. Jordan and I ended up trading bikinis because, <laughs> I mean, obviously, like they told us we couldn't, but um, I'm sorry, I'm not an extra small. It didn't fit me, so I'm going to wear the size medium that fits me. Okay, it's been an hour. I don't know. Should I wrap this up? Let's see. Oh my gosh, there's so many messages. Yeah, no one gets to pick their bikinis. They're always given out randomly. Yeah, that's true. I think that's been the same for Miss USA um, in years past, but just for everyone who doesn't really know or doesn't follow the Miss USA stuff, um, usually the girls do not get to pick their bikinis. So that's not something new. It usually is always like that. Um, there wasn't even technically a photographer for the teen show. I don't know about that. Um, wasn't even given the option of purchase stage videos. That's so sad. Um, yeah, at least we were given the option to at least buy our videos, but I know a lot of us aren't doing that because I've already spent so much money on this. I genuinely can't afford $450 for a couple of um, pictures and videos from my experience. And also, the live stream, people had to pay to watch that too, which was an absurd amount. I think it was like $150 for all the live streams. Correct me if I'm wrong on the numbers. Like I said, don't quote me on any numbers. I'm not good at numbers. But the live streams were ridiculous. And I think in years past, they've been live streamed for free. So I don't know. I mean, it's just everything is paid for. And it's insane. Also, another thing I want to touch on, um, a lot of people assume that our families, that we get like two free tickets to everything for our families. Not true. 
our families have to pay to come to Reno and watch us as well. We don't get free tickets to um, anything for our families. We we get in as contestants, but our families have to pay. And uh, even dress rehearsals was a ticketed event that was paid for. Um, someone asked if the walk-off stage was organized with Texas One. Oh, also while we're on money, we were all asked to sell ad pages that were uh, for the program book for Miss USA for $1,500 and the Miss USA uh, program book, $1,500 each. Um, and the girl who sold the most, they incentivized it. So they were trying to get us to sell a lot because the girl who sold the most ad pages got her own private suite at Miss USA. Um, what else? This is insane. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, well, sad. Thank you. Did I miss something? Heather, talk about the explicit dinner we had in Cancun. Oh my gosh, should I talk about that, you guys? Someone call her. Wait, <laughs> wait, let me check my text messages. Why is everyone calling me? Someone get her attention. Um, Y'all, why are you texting me? Did I miss something? Okay, I don't know what's going on. The My girls are calling me saying someone get Heather's attention. Someone comment in the live. Oh my gosh. I don't know what's going on. Should I talk about the Cancun thing, you guys? Check your text. Okay, I'm checking my text. I don't see it. Hang on. Okay, hang on. Let me see what I missed, you guys. Um, okay, let me just hit on the Cancun thing. <laughs> okay. And while we were in Cancun, they, I had fun in Cancun. And actually, I had fun at Miss USA, to be honest with you, because, you know, I am a positive person and I just want to have a good time. So I went into it with a positive attitude. It is what it is. Whatever. I'm going to have fun at the end of the day. So in Cancun, um, <laughs> um, everyone wants to talk about the dinner. Someone said they thought the dinner was fun. I thought the dinner was fun too. But basically, they took us to this um, like exotic dancing uh, restaurant place <laughs> where they had these like um, exotic dancers. Um, I don't know. It was interesting. Like, I don't know. People tell me don't talk about it, so I'm not gonna. Talk about it anymore. <laughs> Um, okay, so anyway, I think I'm gonna wrap it up here. I think I've said enough. I've said what I needed to say about Miss USA for now. There is probably gonna be more coming in the next couple of days. Um, but to reiterate, the whole thing that started this was the crowning of Miss USA 2022 on um, Monday night when all the contestants walked off stage without um, congratulating the new winner. This was not planned. This is not intentional. Um, people are saying we're bitter about it. And I'm just coming on here to say we're not bitter. We are just standing up for what is right. I've said this time and time again. I will repost this whole live so y'all can go back and watch what I said at the very beginning on this. Um, but we just want to stand up for what is right. And we don't want anyone else to feel fear of speaking out for 
their truth and their experience and um i don't want anyone to feel fear of punishment or retaliation for speaking out on any kind of experience that you've had in life so by me doing this i just want to be an example to anyone out there to always speak up for what is right speak out for what you believe in and don't be afraid to do that don't ever be afraid to stand up for what is right because i was afraid at the beginning of this about the backlash that i would get and i've definitely gotten backlash i'm sure there's a lot of comments in here that i missed that are hating on me but um i don't care because i'm always going to stand up for what is right and the the support that i received and as a result of all of this outweighs the hate by miles and miles like seriously the support that i've received from this thank you all so much for your support i never in a million years thought that i would get so much support i thought i would get more hate than support definitely gotten my fair share of hate but the support outweighs it so much so thank you all for having my back thank you to the class of 2022 for allowing me to speak on your behalf and i'm not speaking on everyone's behalf um but a lot of our class um you know was on a zoom call before this and we just kind of collectively shared our ideas and i'm just kind of sharing what we all spoke about and i they gave me permission to share that with you all so with that being said um again just want to make it very clear that we are not in any way trying to say anything was rigged or anything against Arbany personally we're not attacking her we do not have any public opinions on her as an individual this has nothing to do with her this is just about how we were all treated during Miss USA week our thoughts as a whole on how um, we were treated by Miss USA and our thoughts on that uh, these are our opinions that we are just sharing with you take and infer them as you wish shout out to the entire class of 2022 i love you all and thank you for everyone for your support i love everyone i love you all sending love and positivity um and good night everyone thank you